0: Hi, welcome to another Teaching Others Also. Good morning, it is Tuesday, December the 14th. Tuesday, December 14th. Winding down to the end of another calendar year. We are talking this week and studying together on the value of troubles. Romans 5 is a place we're starting today again. And we're still doing a little bit of introduction and a little bit of uh, just across the coffee table teaching. I said last time that I I know that there's been hundreds and thousands of hours that I've spent doing that sort of thing. And there had been hundreds of hours just driving down the road with fellows that we would uh, get to talking. And they used to love to take a verse of scripture and they would sometimes find obscure verses of scripture. I mean obscure. And uh, the thing was they would come up with a verse of scripture and then ask me to comment on it. And the rule I had was I wasn't going to, you know, bluff or any of that kind of thing. Bluff or fluff. If I didn't know, I'd say, I don't know. And then we'd, but then we'd draw application too. Now, I said all that to say this, that one of the things missing in our Christian ministry today is time. Time. Now, leaders often say that their people don't have enough time. That's why they don't do more for their people. But I got to say, after watching this thing for quite a while, I'd say that most of the leaders, preachers, teachers, whatever you want to call them, pastors, they've gotten themselves in the same situation as their people are in, and that is time. Now, I don't have an answer for you because it's up to you about time. And I, I wonder often, quite often, what it is that Christians have lost sight of. And I'd say for the most part, they've lost sight of the value in God's eyes of the daily Christian walk. Doesn't mean that that people are going out and being immoral. It doesn't mean that they're, you know, just forgetting God. But I think there has been a, a loss, a, a decrease in the direct connection between God's view of the daily Christian life and what people view. For example, (laughs) thank God that he (laughs) instituted the local church. It's what all of us have (coughs) been about all these years. But the local church is supposed to be where we come together as a result of what's been going on throughout the week. It's not the event of the week. And in many cases, and I mean in strong type of churches, what's, what's happened is it's become the event of the week, and the rest of the time people are just doing their thing. And of course, leadership gets frustrated perhaps sometimes and says, well I don't I, I'm just telling you if I did something there wouldn't be you know people wouldn't show up. Well you don't know that. And are you going by how many people you're touching at a time? Now, we're talking about the value of troubles, and I, I promise this is going somewhere today, this introduction. Ask yourself this. Did Jesus mean what he said about the 90 and 9? That he would leave those somewhere safe and go out and get the one. How much value is one soul to you? How much value is one new Christian, one new convert to you? How much value is one to you? In this day and age that we live in, the value of one has been so Greatly decreased. I mean amazingly decreased. And the reason is, is because they've lost sight of the value of one. Now, that's not our message this week. It's the value of troubles. But here's where I'm going with this. One of the things that Paul knew as he wrote this was he knew where troubles led I'd like for us to take just a moment, remind ourselves of where a lot of his troubles came from. They came from doing the work that God called him to do. Do you get that? Paul's troubles were often the direct connection, okay? They were often directly connected to what God called him to do. And you might say, as a listener, you say, well, God hasn't called me to go, like Paul did all over, you know, from one place and city to another. Okay, fine. But he has called you as a Christian, you and I as Christians. He has called us. And what he's called us to do is to be active with the gospel. He's called us to be active helping others, active bringing along new Christians, new converts, baby Christians. He has called us to that. That is something that's been missing. I I thank God that somehow, through His mercy, His grace, His long-suffering, His kindness, He put me in contact with people that did that, that spent time, that sacrificed, that gave up you know, their some of their precious little time and stuff to do that. I thank God that it rubbed off on me, and then through the years, I got to see that. I think one of the things that people are missing a lot is, is that young people today, your children, your grandchildren, They need to be brought along in a right, positive way, not drug along as in, you know, just dreary. They need to be brought along and shown an active Christianity on a daily basis that permeates everything, that saturates everything we do. Not just some kind of religious things, not just go to a a Sunday school class or a church service, which we ought to do. But that that in that whole environment goes with us. now why does that have to do with the value of troubles? Because we Romans chapter five, verse three, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. now that is not like the person who glories in them being a slow learner and hard-headed and always having to learn by their mistakes. that is not that because that is just pure foolishness. It is just pure foolishness to brag about or convince yourself that the best way to learn is by your mistakes. That is the slowest way to learn in life. The best teacher is not experienced. The best teacher is a teacher. Amen. The Bible teaches that. However, ready? Not only so, we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. It doesn't teach patience. It works it. Without troubles, without tribulations, adversity, hardship, difficulty, stress, rough going, without that, most people don't ever have patience worked out in their life. And you say, well, best I can tell, it brings out impatience in people. Yeah, that's true. But that's because they didn't start with verses 1 and 2 of Romans 5. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand rejoice in the hope of the glory of God and not only so but we glory in tribulations also knowing that tribulation worketh patience and patience experience and experience hope hope maketh not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us the value of troubles is that it enables us to be an example without ever saying I'm an example. To be an example by what it does to us. If we go through tribulations in Christ. Verses 1 and 2 of Romans 5. That's the key. That is the key. It says the hoary head is a crown of righteous as, as a crown of glory if it be found in the way of righteousness in Proverbs. If it be found in the way of righteousness. A person who who grows gray, grows old and grows gray by troubles and trials and worldly living, they're not a blessing. They're not a great example to us. They're not a help. You say, well, they're an example of a bad example. Okay, fine. I want an example of a good example, something I can actually follow, not avoid only. There are things to avoid, but without knowing what to follow, all you're going to do is be worried about what to avoid only. Not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. I said last time that that one of the that some of the values of troubles, which we're going to talk about this week and maybe even longer, is that most troubles get smaller with time. Let's talk about this thing of tribulation worketh patience for for a few minutes. Tribulation worketh patience. Now, without tribulations, you expect everything to go well. You say, well. People today boy I tell you they're so impatient. I know. I know. I you go you go to the hardware store, you go to the grocery store, you get in traffic, people are so impatient. But you see there's partly a reason for it. Number 1, they don't glory in tribulations. They resist and hate them. Okay? Tribulations like trials and adversity and Hardships, uh, difficulties, stress, rough going, uh, things going wrong or things breaking or whatever. Now, I know this. I know that tribulation works patience. I do. I know it personally. Because the more tribulation you face, the more troubles and trials and mishaps and all that you face, the more you learn. Now, you can't just stop with patience. It goes patience, experience, experience, hope, hope, making not ashamed. Now watch the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. In the early days, and in most people's lives, people view tribulation as punishment. They view tribulation as something going horribly wrong. As God don't love me, God hates me. Now I know this from where I came from before I ever got saved. That mentality. Once I got saved, when stuff would start to go wrong, it would would overpower me, almost overflow me, that that it must be God's displeased with me. But then you get around good old-fashioned teaching and preaching, and it shows you that tribulation works patience. In other words, it shows you that tribulations are there to teach you something and to work something out in your life. The difference between a person who is an experienced carpenter or an experienced plumber or an experienced electrician experienced anything experienced cook okay experienced driver is have they faced any trials or troubles because you can learn that there's this way of doing things you can learn how to use a framing square for example and you can learn how to do plumbing you can do electricity but the test is always when you come up against something that you haven't faced before and it's not going according to plan or it's not going to according to the normal, you know, standard operating procedure. Those are the people they're looking for. Experienced drivers wanted. Experienced everything wanted. And then some places will advertise nowadays, they have been for years, more so now, last two years, you know, we'll train, we'll train. Why will they train them? Because they want to train them the right way, number one. And number two, as they train them, they're going to help them get that patience, the more well-trained they are. So, for this day, think about this during the day, tribulation worketh patience. So when you come across something, it feels like tribulation or trials or adversities, you know, or difficulties or stress or delays, <laughs> okay? When you come across that today, ask yourself, is this act working patience or am I fighting it? If I will yield to what the Lord is doing. Now, that doesn't mean you give in to the tribulation itself. It just works patience so that your mind stays clear, so the Holy Ghost can actually help you. He will help you solve problems. Proverbs says, Knowledge is easy unto him that understandeth. Think about that. Knowledge is easy unto him that understandeth. If we seek God and understand God, not easy doesn't mean you're just going to not have to make any effort. I was working on something the last few months has to do with solar power and all this. Oh my goodness, what a deal. Then I had to work on something that was hydraulics recently. But I'm I'm glad for all the different tribulations I've had before because it gave me the patience through the power of God and through the mind of God. It gave me the patience to be able to do that. See, if we're not careful... What we're going to do is we're going to miss so much God has for us in the Christian life. I believe this. I know I know. as we get older, we might get, you know, stuff like dementia and, and Alzheimer's, all that. I know that. But I've always believed, and it's my prayer and my, my aim before God, that as I get older, I should be way more patient, not less patient. I should be way more like Christ, not less like Christ. I should have way more of the hope and love of God in my heart than less. Otherwise, I've started going downhill spiritually, and that's not what Paul taught. He said, though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Let God renew you today and embrace that tribulation worketh patience. I trust you'll do that today, and we'll see you first thing in the morning. Have a great day.